You are listening to the People-Centric Podcast, where we talk through the toughest challenges that people face at work and give practical advice to fixing those challenges. Thanks for joining our movement to create workplaces that are happier, healthier, aligned, and empowered by putting people at the center of all that we do. Hello, people-centric leaders. Today, we are talking about truth. And, you know, to be honest, because we're talking about truth, it sounds like it would be a really easy thing to talk about. If you're going to be honest, be honest. But we were discussing the nuances of honesty at work. And I was saying that I used to be incredibly brutally honest. Now, a lot of you that know me would still say that I am brutally honest, but I have worked a lot to try to temper, tame my honesty. I don't know what you want to call it, but I've learned that while being honest is something that everyone should do, there's probably nuances to honesty. And so I thought we'd start out today by talking about the weird nuances of honesty and how telling the truth is not as simple as it sounds like it should be. So today it is myself. Uh, Diana Royalty. I also have on with us today, Bethany Taff. Hi, Bethany. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) And Stephanie Anderson. So it is just the three of us today. Stephanie, say hi. Hi, guys. Yeah. So guys, we were talking about this before. And Stephanie, you said there was a great Adam Grant post or tweet that you were seeing that kind of led us down this road. So do you want to talk a little bit about that and give our listeners a little more context? Yeah, sure. So Adam had written this post about toxic relationships and it says, you know, in toxic relationships, you're forced to choose between honesty and loyalty. You bite your tongue to protect their ego. In healthy relationships, honesty is an expression of loyalty. You speak your mind to help them grow. When you have real trust and respect, candor shows care. And he makes it sound so easy (laughs) that, oh, if I love and trust somebody, then we can just tell each other the truth and it's going to make us love each other more. And we're going to give each other a big hug after that. And I think um, everyone is shaking their heads no, because it's so rare that it goes that way, right? It's like, normally, like, I feel like I need to share this with this friend. And then we say it. And then now this person's mad. They're not talking to us. They're having a huge expression of, of feelings and emotions. There's tears, there's anger. So how does, how does something that feels so simple of like, I'm telling you the truth because I care go so wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I've definitely been in that situation before we all have. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, we're like, I really care about them. So I need to go tell them this thing. And and it doesn't always go well. And you, even if you reiterate like, no, but I really care about you. That's why I want you. That's why I'm saying this to you. And they're like, it doesn't feel like it. So, you know, was it, was it that we delivered it poorly? Was it that we shouldn't have said anything? Was it should, is that just what happens when you tell the truth to people and they don't want to hear it? And you just have to like, expect that that's part of it. And move forward and build trust up again or improve that you really care about them or 
I mean, I don't know. I think that's the question, right? And I think it's even harder. Well, maybe it's not even harder, but I think it's, there's extra elements at work because at work, when I say, I really care about this job, I really care about how we do it. I really care about the product. I really care about our clients, but also the person I'm going to tell the truth to probably signs my paycheck in some way and has some sort of like actual power dynamic over me. Right. And so I think that makes it even more tricky a couple of years ago. Well, it's been, it was at an old job. So it's been over a decade ago. I was really passionate about efficiency and getting this stuff done differently and like changing some things. And my boss was not like, just it was not into that was like, we've done it this way forever. This is the way it should be done. It's fine. And one day in a moment of brutal honesty, I said, well, the way that we have been doing it is now obsolete. It's stupid. I said those exact words and he didn't appreciate that. Obviously, obviously did not appreciate that. Right. Like, what was I thinking? But that's the way I delivered it. And while it very much was the truth, it also very much backfired. And so I just think there's like so many nuances when you're, when you care and are delivering truth. (laughs) Sure. Sure. And I think one of the lessons there that we've probably all learned the hard way, and I think all of us probably have a similar story to Diana is that words matter. Right. And so I think one, one big thing, especially if, if you're a manager or you're thinking about talking to your boss is like understanding, like what perspective are they coming from and what words might be triggering (laughs) to them in different ways? Or is there language that we use at our company that gives us the ability to talk about this or, or do we not, do we all just shy away from it? And nobody ever really says, says the truth. Like, have we even created spaces at our company where somebody could share the truth and it wouldn't be this brutal or like an outburst that it just can't feel like it came out of nowhere. Cause I think that's the thing that we see a lot of businesses, right. Is like, someone will be like, well, this person said this and it just came out of nowhere. (laughs) And the reality is, I mean, thinking about your story, Diana, it's like, well, that didn't come out of nowhere. Like you had that frustration for a long time and, and knowing you, you probably tried to express it in a different way. So Yeah. Like, I think that's another thing that makes the truth hard is that we don't always feel like there's a right place, space, time to say it. And so it just gets shoved down into the point where then it's a explosion of truth. Yeah. I agree with that. I was going to say, yeah, I feel like, you know, people want to be like bold truth tellers and it's just like, well, I'm just going to say it. And I, cause I have to say it and there's, there are times for that, but I just wonder if it's, if we don't, to your point, Stephanie, like go into conversations with more questions first. So that's not so shocking when like truth is shared with people, because I think then hopefully people will feel more heard and understood. If you do have to say something that's truthful, but hard and maybe it'll change how you say it or even what you say by just starting with questions and asking like why are we, like help me understand why we're doing to you, what your situation Diana like help me understand why we made this decision or like 
the direction that we're going here, or maybe I'm just seeing a really small part of it and I'm not really clear on the full picture or, you know, whatever just some of those questions might be that will help them not feel so attacked <laughs> with yeah. the truth too. Well, I think a huge piece of that is like assuming the best, right? Of when you ask questions, you're leaving room to assume the best. I have found in my life, there are very few people who do things intentionally to make us mad or make our jobs more difficult. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if, if we go into it feeling that way, then we have to acknowledge we're assuming the worst about that person. We're assuming the worst about humanity in general, that people intentionally do these things to aggravate us or make our lives or jobs more difficult. So yeah, I think if you can come in and ask questions, you know, maybe before just launching into your opinion about it, it helps us then assume the best that maybe they just didn't, maybe they didn't have the tools to do their job the right way, or, or maybe honestly, maybe they just don't know. Maybe they don't know that they don't have that information. They've never been presented with this before. Uh, maybe they, they just need some information. They need some tools. Yeah. And I think in that situation, I know that if I had gone in and said something to the effect of, tell me what's in your head. Tell me why we do it the way that we do it. Tell me what I'm missing because I want to do it this way. But if I'm missing something, if I, if there's a hole or if I'm doing something that is going to long-term cause other problems, I would love to learn that from you. And I just want to know your perspective. And I think if I had flipped the script a little bit, instead of making it about me and how smart I was and how efficient I was, if I had made it more about, I understand that this person has a lot of experience and has done it a certain way for literally longer than I was alive. I probably could have learned something, right? But instead I went in guns blazing and was like, this dude's an idiot and I should do it this way because it's not 1940 anymore or whatever. And so I think, I think that now I would have done that much differently. I also know I, well, I'm assigning intent again. I'm also fairly certain that this person didn't want to change in any way, anyway, like they just didn't want to change. So I'm pretty certain that any truth that I delivered yeah. wouldn't have made a difference. And so yeah. I think that just knowing your audience and knowing when they want to hear truth or if they want to hear truth would have made a big difference too. I was thinking about this the other day too, because I was I'm coaching with somebody and it was just that situation of like, I just don't think this person necessarily wanted truth in that moment too. And even if I were to deliver truth, which I, which I think I tried to do, <laughs> they weren't ready to, to make a change or create action steps. And something that I've learned about coaching and still struggle to to do sometimes is to wait until that person asks for a solution or advice. And that's something that I learned from a really smart therapist and just about how to create change with people. And, and so if that person's not in the right headspace and they're not ready to do anything different and they are going to stay in their ways, it might not be worth even addressing at that moment 
you might have to have lots of other conversations before you're even going to get to that spot. I agree with that. And, and something that I thought of while you were talking, Bethany, it was motive for telling the truth, right? Of like, I think there's lots of different reasons why we could feel the need to tell someone the truth. You know, in Diana's case, it was like, well, my motive is to make our company more efficient and effective. You know, I think there's sometimes we feel like we could help people, but I think it's important anytime we feel that inner urge to tell the truth is to check our motives and think like, is what I'm presenting to this person helpful to them? And how can I present it in a way that's helpful to them? Because I think that's a big difference in thinking versus if we're probably really, really honest and check our motives at the door a lot of our days, it's that we want to change people. And we would actually prefer for them to operate exactly how we do. Cause we're great, right? Like <laughs> I'm awesome. I'm amazing. I do you everything. should do it like me. <laughs> <laughs> but the reality is, if the entire world was a world of Stephanie Anderson's, it would be complete and utter chaos with karaoke, you know? <laughs> so, and it would be fun sometimes, but we need a, we need a diversity of opinions and perspectives in our workplace. It makes us better. And so if, if we kind of dig and we're willing to be honest with ourselves and say, well, maybe my motive is just because it makes me uncomfortable that that's not how I would have done it. Or that's not the choice that I would make for myself, then number one is, is it a good moment to share truth on this? Or are you the right person to share that truth? Yeah. And I think the word truth also comes with a lot of baggage. It's like, if you're not telling the truth, then you're a liar. And I just don't think that we should make it that black and white and that dichotomous. Yeah. In those moments where you feel like you shouldn't tell the truth or you can't give the full truth, it doesn't mean you have to lie. Like, just don't, you don't have to lie. If you're not expressing the truth fully, you're not a liar. There's, there's a good way to deliver truth. And I think by that baggage with the word truth and then the opposite of that being a liar, I think a lot of times we internalize that dichotomy and say, I'm either telling the truth or I'm lying. I'm either being fully honest and transparent or I'm hiding things. And I just don't think that's the reality either. I think there's a, there is a gray area. There is a right way to deliver it. There is a, I don't know, a, a moment. There is ways to tell the truth and be honest without being blunt and brutal and hurtful. Right. Well, and to maybe even speak a truth about that. If that's how you feel that, well, if I don't say this, then I'm a liar. Well, then you just made all of that about you and how you feel. So are we only sharing the truth because we are uncomfortable Yeah. versus, Hey, actually th if this person heard this, it actually might help them do their job better. And that would make them happy, or maybe it would improve their life in some way. And that would make them closer to the person that they want to become versus I feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to word vomit something on you with probably very little tact or thought about your feelings because I can't live with this uncomfortableness. Yep. And I think we've all probably had the situation in our personal lives where our friend starts dating someone that we don't like. 
Have you guys, have we, have you guys had that? Yep. <laughs> and then your friend comes to you and they're like, what do you think? And you're like, oh, do I tell the truth? Do I, because you know, your bangs look great, right? Like, I think, I think you are smiling a lot today, but you know, like you put in that moment and it's like, do I tell the truth because I don't like this person or do I quote unquote lie about it? Right. And I don't think those are the two answers. I think there's a lot of space in between. I tell them the truth or I lie to them. Definitely. I think, Definitely. you know, yeah. And so I think the same as in business, there's a lot of space between telling the full and honest truth and lying like directly to their faces. Right. And I think, I think that brings us back to, you know, that Adam Grant post that kind of sparked this conversation with us of like, you should not have to choose between honesty and loyalty because that's exactly kind of the paradigm that you just described of, you know, okay, if we're loyal to our friend, maybe we don't tell them that what they're doing kind of sucks or, or we don't like that person that they, they started seeing, or we think they, they, their job is awful, you know, and they shouldn't let someone treat them that way. Um, cause that's a toxic relationship. So, you know, in healthy relationships, your honesty is that expression of loyalty. And I think that's, again, the motive is if I'm going to express this truth because it helps you become the person you want to become, then that is a expression of love and loyalty versus if I'm just telling you the truth, because that's how I feel about it that's probably less close to that love and loyalty. Totally. So we've well, talked that easier said than done though, right? Like we, we get in those moments where we feel really strongly about something and it's like, it is so true that this is how we need to do it. And that's all, I mean, that's most of our topics here at the People Centric Podcast. We recognize that like, we're giving you ideal tools and solutions to have these conversations also, we don't always execute on these things super well, perfectly, but just a reflection of like, when you get to that moment, thinking about how it could be done differently, instead of being driven by your emotions in that moment too. And that's hard, but, and we just, I just want to acknowledge that it's hard, but we, but hopefully this is helpful. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I think in reality, this is all very difficult and it's hard to sit there in the moment and say like, well, what's my motive and what's my intent and how do I deliver this best? And what questions should I ask? But I do think that if you practice that, if you practice delivering truth without intent, if you think about your motives before you go into a conversation, if you think about good questions to ask someone if you're in that situation, I think it's going to go a lot better for you and the outcomes will be better. So, you know, the practice makes, makes it easier. Yeah, it's yeah. never going to be perfect. It's never going to be yeah. ideal, but I do think the practice makes it easier. Yes. That situation with your friend asking what you think of their new significant other that happens to us all the time. So yeah practice what you would say. Pra- like, you know, someone's dating someone new, practice that. You know, you're getting frustrated about a process at work. Mm-hmm. Think about the other side, practice some questions you should start asking, switch your narrative paradigm to from this is the worst and they're doing this because they hate me to they just don't know. You know, like I think 
trying yeah. to flip the script a little bit in your mind is helpful. I agree with that. And I mean, some of that is, is relating, or if we can use a businessy word of like, be innovative in your thoughts of, I remember one particular situation where I was in, in work and I was so frustrated with my boss because we had no plan. And it just felt like everything was just happening happenstance. There was never a plan. And I'm a very like strategic person. And so it was driving me bonkers that there was no plan. And I was airing this grievance to my mentor and just saying, you know, this person's so unorganized and they're not a good leader and blah, 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 blah. And uh, she looked at me and she goes, maybe they just don't know what to do. And maybe they're just trying things because they don't know what to do. So if you have a good idea, maybe it'd be really helpful if you shared that with them. And that kind of blew my mind. Um, so where we say like, we don't do this well, always personally, this is hard. So I agree with Diana of like, how do we create some of those just mindsets and helpful checklists in my brain? So now something that I do as a result of that situation is when I start feeling that way about a situation or a coworker or a boss, it's like, okay, why might this be happening? And like, just search and see if I can find something that makes sense. Because again, I really don't believe that most people are doing in th things intentionally. I think mm -hmm. sometimes they're making the best of difficult situations in, in life and in work there, or they're, they're trying to do mm -hmm. good. Yeah. It reminds me, we always say like good communication only happens when you know you might be wrong. And I think that that applies in this case too, is that like, I think it's okay to say, like, be truthful, like answer the question that your friend asks you if they come to you and say, what do you think? Do you like this person? Or at work, if the conversation comes up about like, let's talk about this process. Like, we're not saying don't tell the truth to people, but maybe followed up with a question that says, like, here's my perspective on it, but I might be wrong. So help me see what you see and like, help me figure out like how you got there or what it is that you like about this person or why you, why you thought this process would be the best process for us or whatever, because maybe I'm just missing it. Um, and I think if you open with that vulnerability to say like, we, I might be wrong, but this is, yeah. this is the, this is what I see. That reminds me of, of an article I read about how truth is subjective because it's always filtered through your own lens. It's always filtered through your own experiences and things that you have encountered. So truth isn't, isn't real a hundred percent of the time. It's jaded by our own perceptions. And when I read that article, I was like, man, I don't know anything anymore. Like, how do you know what's real? What's not real? It's all, it's all a figment oh, no. of our own imagination. Existential crisis. Existential <laughs> crises. Yeah. But I think if we go into it, like Bethany was saying, like, remember that this isn't just your truth. It's their truth too. Remember that it is, it is subjective and you could be wrong. Your truth could be the wrong truth. You could be seeing it through a lens that isn't fully clear. Absolutely. And I think again, it's, it's really just, even if it's taking that quick moment to just take a little tiny step back from the point that, you know, you need to make and saying like, okay, 
what if I just thought about this other person's perspective for even 10, 30 seconds? How would that influence how you deliver and communicate that? Because I think one thing that's always hard and that you, you hear a lot of managers talk about is when there maybe is a, an error or a performance um, issue that's happening at work. And so we do need to address it. Again, if, if you know, we have to share hard truth sometimes, but what if we took that just quick beat and thought, okay, why might this person not be performing well at work? Why might they have done that. And even if you allowed yourself one minute of time before that meeting to think through that, how would that change how you approach it with that person? Maybe instead of coming down with a super hard hand saying, Hey, you know, this did happen. I want to understand why, because maybe it could reveal something that could make things better for everyone. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that that's really great. And, and like, I think you kind of leading into that, yeah, that doesn't mean if you hear somebody else's perspective that it's even going to change yours either. And that's okay too. Like you may still be right in that situation, but at least you heard how they got to that point. And, and it's can be hopefully a more productive conversation. Yeah. I think this was an awesome topic. Do you guys have anything else you want to share about truth? Do you need to share your truth right now? I don't think so. Not for me. Okay. It's probably not the right place to do that. If you guys want to tell me that I'm horribly blunt and too mean, please don't tell me that here. I have more questions for you. (laughs) Why do you feel that way? Yeah. (laughs) Do you really feel that it was the right time to bring this up? (laughs) Yeah. Good talk guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope this was helpful for you. We also love hearing from you. So if you guys need to tell us something truthful, we're all for it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Reach out to us. There's tons of ways to get a hold of us. You can listen to our outro to hear all of those ways. But in the meantime, good luck on telling your truth. And we will hear you or hear from you, hopefully, and talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the People-Centered Podcast. We are so grateful for you joining us every week. If you like this content, please like and subscribe. Also, feel free to share on your social media with everyone that you know. It really does help us. If you would like to contact us, I have put our information in the show notes. Please reach out anytime. We love hearing from you. We will be back next week with a new topic. Until then... Be well and lead well.